That was a that was terrible. That was good. That was almost like a like a pit bull. I was I was trying to channel in my inner family from a, a Hobbs and Shaw, mm. you know, type deal of family. Yeah, it didn't it didn't pan out well. How uh, how was it? Hobbs I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I'm still on the fence about seeing it. Yeah, I heard it's not good. I've heard the opposite. I've heard that it is good. Really? Yeah. I've heard from Fast and Furious fans. Uh, I don't know if I want to name names, but maybe some staff members on this site who share passionate Fast and Furious opinions with me uh-huh. did not find it super enjoyable. Um, but you know what they do find super enjoyable? The, the giant, giant bomb has to after bad. Know the name of the show you're on, Jan. I... I it's, I didn't know there was cast aftermath. I thought it was just giant bomb aftermath. Well, you were here. Uh, it's I'm weird ben. being on this side of the table. Yeah, I, I, I can't. I don't have anything to like. You're by yourself too. I am. It's weird. Uh, I have to talk now. You do, and you have to talk a lot. A lot. Jeff talks a lot in the yeah. show. I'm going to help you out. Okay, I'm Ben. This is Jan. Hello, producer extraordinaire, who you might hear occasionally chiming in with words of wisdom on the Giant Bombcast. Yes, yes. Uh, also host of the award-winning uh, Giant Bomb Pokemon show that uh, doesn't always take place on Mondays. In fact, rarely, if ever, takes place on Mondays. And we'll eventually come back soon once uh, you know I'm done doing some stuff. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Well, we're here. Uh, if you're watching live, you've got our Discord name right there at the bottom. It's right there. It's right. It's where he's pointing. Yep. Um, you know, you also got uh, phone number 707-EXIT-FLU. That's 707-394-8358. Go ahead and give us a call. We encourage people to call in around yeah. 3 a.m. Yeah. Uh, or if you're or- making like a late night fast food order. Jan, I got a treat oh, okay. for us. I love treats. And tricks. You might love this. Okay. Uh, hi, Jeff and Ben. This is Ben. Um, it's 2.36 a.m. Good. Uh, we, I my friend Jared. Um, we're in line at the, I guess we're not in line. We've already ordered at the Jack in the Box. Um, uh, Jared, what did you get? The new promotion, double barbecue burger thing. Go right to the person taking the order. You like got the exact. Can't really hear. I should speak into the phone. Yeah. This may or may not after been a, after a night of going to a mansion and watching an Evo party escalate into. But you could have very easily just said like the barbecue. I think I got mad at him because he got the branding of the burger wrong. Um. What else are we talking? We're talking about <laughs> faster dessert. You know, there's a big sign here for calling <laughs> pickup, and it has a big slice of cheesecake and some other bullshit. They've got like an Oreo promotional item. Um, and it made me think that there's like not really any good uh, hot sauce. You just say there's uh, not any good hot dogs or hot sauce? Well, I was going to say there's not any good uh, dessert at fast food, but the guy oh. asked if we wanted uh, hot sauce. Oh, okay. For okay that's <laughs> All right, yo, let me let me put y'all on some game. Uh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Anyway, the only good fast food uh, dessert I can think of is <laughs> the, uh, the old cinnamon twist from Taco Bell. That's it. Okay, all right. We're talking about 
uh, Michael Heim, shout out to my boy Michael Heim. You know, it's a it's a true shout out when you have to make various hand signs like you're summoning like a fireball jutsu. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the the dessert of fast food is you get a fucking peach. Can I cuss on this show? Yes. Okay, you get a fucking peach mango pie from Jollibee, and then you ask them uh, to make it a la mode, and nine times out of ten they're gonna go. I probably shouldn't do a Filipino accent. Uh, they're gonna go, ma'am, sir. Are you, we don't have a, a la mode, and then you look directly into the drive-through uh, window, and you tell them like, "No, you do," and then they'll throw ice cream on that shit. Also, Jollibee has hollow hollow, and I and for you folks at home that don't know what hollow hollow is, it's like um, you got. I I'm not quite sure how to explain it, but you have red bean, you have lychee, you have jackfruit, and ice cream on it. It's like a weird tropical ice cream float without any soda yeah Yeah. that sounds good yeah but jack of the box they got like a cheesecake though yeah the thing is like they're never they're never trashy enough in the way that i want like if i'm already committing to fast food and i'm already super committing to getting a fast food dessert yes i don't want to get like a slice of cheesecake that i could get from like a pizza place sure you want it to go all the way because when you when you visit jack in the box after a certain hour like the gates are just open and because they those munchie meals are now available mm-hmm. after 9 p.m. Oh, you know, I got a chicken tater melt. Oh, dude, that is the best one. It's that so is totally good. the best one that you would hope they would unleash the gates of food hell onto their dessert menu items. Like, why not take that cheesecake and throw it in a taco shell? Yeah, I'll take it. Fry it and slather it. Yeah. I feel like Jack in the Box should be a safe haven for garbage dessert foods as well as the garbage savory foods that they purvey. Exactly. It's funny yeah. that you mentioned Jollibee's. We almost ended up at one of those um, instead of the Jack in the Box. Uh, was it in my hood? No, this was down by my my area. Oh, that one is legit. Yeah? I, I My say friend it. swears by it. And I've actually never been. I've had Jollibee's yes. once or twice, but I've never actually been to a Jollibee's. Uh, fun anecdote can i go off on a random anecdote Please on the show okay me i used to do a lot of open mic stand-up stuff in the bay area and uh i frequented this one club a lot and they the owner of the club was this prototypical older dude that thought like what he thought was the only thing funny and he was liking my act or whatever i came up with on on certain nights he liked it a lot but he started coming up to me he's like hey jan why don't you talk about more Filipino things like that happy wasp? And I'm looking at him like happy wasp. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you got the chicken. You got the spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you, you mean Jolly Bee? And it goes, hey, hey, same, th- same difference. Um, I stopped going to that club to do open mics after that. <laughs> you went to the happy wasp. Yeah, I went to happy wasp instead. And then I had an infinitely much better time. What is okay if if so? I, I saw a couple people in chat here yes. uh, who don't know Jolly Bee. Jolly Bee is like a a fast food Filipino yes uh, chain, chain chicken chain. Are, are they are nationwide or? Uh, I want to say it, like obviously there's some around here. There's a pretty healthy Filipino yes. uh, population seen, in the area. I think I've seen some in Arizona and some on the East Coast. I can't say f- for sure if it's nationwide. But definitely, if you have a heavy concentration of Filipinos, you're you're gonna find one. What would be your go to like first time Ooh. at a Jollibee's? Okay. What am I gonna get? All right, all right. So you, the go to items for Jollibee, and um, is a two piece chicken joy, and uh, that's just 
two pieces of chicken, dark meat, get some rice, get some gravy. I'm not I, – I used to not be big on the gravy, but I've been a gravy convert onto this. Mm-hmm. It's not like – it's not going to taste like a KFC or Popeye's gra- gravy. It's like a, it's it's different. Uh, you go for that. But once you've uh, – once you've exhausted your love of chicken joy and you no longer feel the same joy anymore, <laughs> uh, I go for the burger steak. But other people swear on the Jolly Spaghetti, which is – a piece of chicken and some spaghetti, but Filipino spaghetti—it's sweet, right? It's sweet, yeah. yes, because a primary ingredient in Filipino spaghetti is banana ketchup, mm-hmm. uh, which, which doesn't have any tomatoes in it. Dude, it blew my mind. I felt like I was living a lie my whole life. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of. I mean, the, the, there's a strong uh, food, like Asian food, scene of putting sugar thing in things you oh we, yeah uh, westerners wouldn't think like korea is also really big on that oh yeah like bulgogi like yeah. that stuff is loaded up yeah orange juice also i've learned is a, a big ingredient in a lot of uh marinades oh yeah yeah nice what about orange concentrate oh dude, no you don't <laughs> in a reduction or something <laughs> Uh, so that's an example of a bad voicemail. If you leave a voicemail, make sure to speak into your phone. Uh, here's a here's a good one. All right. Hello. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, no, that's the bad one. Okay, that's the bad one. What up, Mike? What? They didn't populate. Oh, no. Let me hit this refresh button. I'll go on I got some old v- VMs. VMs. Here we go. All right, never mind. No need to vamp. What's good, 3 a.m. boys? It's your boy, Joey. And I just tried to burn a giant spider with bug repellent and a flame. Okay. I failed in killing the spider, set off a fire alarm, and broke a jar full of glass beads. (laughs) What's the dumbest way you've ever tried to deal with a pest control problem? Ooh. Thanks. I got it. I, I knew you would have a story for this. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, back in high school, one of my good friends and I, we we ran the drama club. So sometimes after school, we'd you know stay back, clean up the theater a bit, and of course, you know, theater there's a bunch of crappy props and loose paint and everything. Yeah. And then we saw this giant spider just crawl over to us, and then my friend was already trying to touch up some costume pieces with gold spray paint that she thought like, ah, ah, spider. And she just spray painted it gold. <laughs> she made it more powerful. She made it more powerful. And I don't know if she thought that the spider would have died because of the contact of with a liquid or whatever, but she wound up leaving a perfect outline of a spider on the floor just like gold around it and like the now golden spider crawled off into um a air vent never to be seen again that's lovely for all that we know it's still probably it's still probably there terrorizing powerful the, yeah it's a accumu- it's it got more uh valuable for sure oh yeah and its self-worth probably increased yeah. I'm sorry, did their caller say a jar of glass beads or glass bees? I, I think he said beads, but who knows? Okay. Anything can go here. Ben, you ever uh, try and unsuccessfully kill a insect or pest? Um, No, I finished the job. Okay. I have a zero tolerance Yeah, it's like policy. that email we received earlier. You just have a hit list <laughs> of, of pests in your house. Um... 
All right. Uh, it, also, we're uh, doing this live in front of a chat room. Yes, we chat, are. If you're out there, hit us with some questions. Cut, cult. Excuse me. Cult of Babies says, if there was a fast food mascot battle royale, the Jollibee mascot would 100% beat the shit out of everyone else, right? Uh, mm. I don't know. This, the Sneak King or like the gar- Burger King King, I feel like would be very uh, crafty or creepy. Uh, Ronald McDonald would probably go in the first round after like the initial circle. I think other fast food mascots, let's see. I don't know why I'm suddenly just thinking of cereal mascots, but fast food ones. Yeah, if we threw cereal into the mix, Tony Tiger wins hands down. Oh, Easy. totally. Yeah. Um, Toucan Sam, he's going to like try and camp, but then he's going to get offed. I'm assuming it t- the battle takes place on land, so uh, Captain Crunch, who is an admiral, yes. actually doesn't have any powers there. Yeah. The Tricks Rabbit would probably, uh, I don't know, maybe die of withdrawals of something. Who's... <sighs> I honestly, okay, who do we got in the mix? We got Colonel Sanders. Oh, uh, well, you know, I mm, the I feel like Colonel Sanders, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, thank you, Colonel Sanders. I think he'd be running it. Oh, he's like, like yeah. he is the conglomerate, gentlemen. I've gathered you yeah. here today, and then at the end they have to fight him yes. like one on one. Yeah, it's like one of those situations. But that's the, or, or or Colonel okay. Sanders is in the mix. But you know how there's like a million different actors playing Colonel Sanders. Oh. It's a fake, and then the real mastermind ends up being a yeah. different Colonel Sanders. I could see that. Uh, see. Yeah, you got Ronald. He'd go down like a clown. Wendy, she'd be, she'd make it far. I think Wendy, like, yeah, Wendy would t- t- definitely pull like a Katniss Everdeen situation, and then like throw up like the three fingers and like <laughs> whistle and stuff, and then a storm of chili would appear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like Wendy would go pretty far. Winsaw in the chat says, I think the Colonel would win because he would bring a gun. <laughs> yeah, he, the Colonel seems like a wet blanket type to just not play by the rules and not in like a cool, unpredictable way. No, just in like, just, a, I'm rich. Yeah, I'm rich. Here we go. You know what? I bet you, I bet you, uh, Seto Kaiba would grow up to forget this whole card game business, forget yeah. Duel City or Domino City. He'd open his own fried chicken chain. That is a dream. That is a dream. Uh, all right, we got someone here live. We're calling in from uh, Tarmac. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi. Hey, buddy. Any way you can mute me on your end? On your end. Getting some echo. Uh, let me see. All right. All right. Oh, I feel like we're all right. Does I feel that like help? Stuart Little. Yeah, there we go. Hello, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Right. Hey, I'm Seth. I'm calling from Tennessee. You say Seth? Yeah. Hey, Seth. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I was just calling in because um, I actually work as a librarian, uh, and we have a lot of like video games, virtual reality, and kind of tech resources and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just going to call in and talk about some of kind of the weird experiences that can come from, uh, I guess, making VR and video games a public resource. Yeah, um, the main thing is you have a lot of kids that play VR, and they talk like they're a YouTuber. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, I can see that. 
like they'll start talking out loud and everything when maybe they only have like their brother there or something like that. When sure. On a job simulator, or they'll just like start talking out loud through their whole process in a way that seems very performative. Yeah. But I guess it makes sense though because they are like they probably only like have experienced the games through YouTube. So. Right. I don't know. It's really bizarre, but it actually reminded me. There's this one thing uh, Austin Walker said one time, I think. But he said like parents will reach out to him and they'll have like it'll be an American family, but the kids when they play Minecraft will start talking in British accents because their favorite YouTubers do that. Whoa, interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, I definitely I mean, heard of like kids who would try and do accents after they saw a movie with somebody that had, like British that they liked, but. To think that the exposure for that is so much greater than it used to be. It's so much easier to go online and find like somebody with accents playing games and like tr- kids trying to emulate that. Oh, totally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Uh, one other thing that's kind of strange in that same vein is a lot of people... Well, so obviously a really popular thing is like Minecraft, uh, Apex Legends, um, and Fortnite. And especially with those big esports leaning games like Fortnite and Apex Legends, people will start like talking about nerfs and buffs that they <laughs> probably hear from their favorite Twitch streamers. Uh-huh. Sure, but it's something that like you watch the person play and you're like, I'm sorry, you're like not that great. I don't know that this like buff on this gun is actually affecting you. You know, <laughs> that's interesting. So, do kids ever try and like record things from the library or like stream I'm or anything? Surprised. We've had somebody or maybe a couple people in the past ask about streaming from our library, and that's totally fine. I mean, we have, like, amazing internet speed for Middle Tennessee. Yeah, cool. But um, nobody's done it yet. There is one guy that comes in. He, I mean, it's I'll probably see him, like, every day. He'll be playing Apex and everything, and he'll plug in his headphones. And it seems like he's, like, training for, like, eSports qualification or something. Like, he'll play very seriously, but he doesn't stream at all or anything. Interesting. Yeah. What's the strangest game you've seen somebody like playing from the library or most unexpected? Um, so a lot of the games that we have, they're all games that like either me and the staff will kind of like curate or they're games that come with the free subscriptions of like the PlayStation Plus, Xbox, uh, Games with Gold. We also have Game Pass, which is really great for a library. Oh, yeah, that's super cool. Um, yeah, and then like the Nintendo Switch Online with the NES library and stuff is really cool. But um, one, it's it is strange because you'll see people like just randomly pick up games like Inside or like what's or I can't remember the name. The name is it? What's left of Edith Finch? Yeah, <laughs> of Edith Finch. That's the name. But people will pick up like very kind of intensely narrative and single player games like that, um, and then just kind of put them back down. Uh, I don't know. Mostly it's just, I mean, it's those really popular games. Sure. Um, but we did get Tetris Effect on the uh, the VR, and a couple of people have tried that out and are, like, really unexpectedly affected by that game. Yeah, that's definitely one that I took to people's houses to show them who, like, aren't into yeah. VR or anything. And It's, like, games like that... That are easy, relatively easy to control since you're just using a controller, so you're not like having to weirdly navigate this VR space with your body. That can throw a lot of people off. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the time, it. One thing that is kind of strange is that we actually have a 
kind of a retro machine that's like a Raspberry Pi loaded up with like RetroPie and stuff. Um, and so we'll have a bunch of old like Nintendo and Super Nintendo games where people are able to play those. And you'll have a lot of kids who know the characters from Smash Brothers hmm. come in and then pick up like a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That, I mean, that's totally got to happen with a bunch of people playing Fire Emblem or their first experience with certain Fire Emblem characters is Smash. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thanks for your call. That sounds interesting. Um, I love you. I'm glad libraries are still a thing. Yeah, uh, it's a shame that I'm going to have to call the cops on him for violating uh, copyright law with the emulation stuff. Um, that's just the way... Seth, that's just that's the just, way life goes. Yeah. I apologize, but hey, at least you have Ben's love. How about another voicemail? All right. How about one? What's up, 3 a.m. boys? It's your 3 a.m. girl, Robin, the original Hush on the site, calling from San Diego. Uh, calling because I am driving for Uber Eats right now, okay. and I had a delivery of Jack in the Box that involved 10 tacos, just 10 tacos, two ultimate cheeseburgers, and some curly fries. And yet, when I pulled up to the place, the guy did not answer, did not pick up his phone, and basically lost his order. So now I'm sitting here with all these tacos, and I'm wondering, is this a gift or a mistake? Uh, need your advice ASAP. Thank you very much. It is a gift from the gods. Yeah. To yeah. Be gifted 10 tacos. Oh, my God. You could eat for a, mu- a month. <laughs> yeah, just... Okay. All right. Taco a day. Like a third of a taco a, a day. A taco a day. I mean, it'll last that long. Yeah. The the good news is this call came in on Sunday. Uh, it's Tuesday right now. They're okay. still good. Yeah, they're still totally fine. Even if you haven't put them in the fridge, if you've left them in your car, they're still totally fine. Yeah. Uh, have you ever been blessed by like... One time uh, at my old house, or two houses ago, yeah. this is when I lived in the city, uh, I was home one night alone. None of my roommates or anyone else in the home w- was there. Um, and I was like... It was funny. I was just like really thinking like, man, I want pizza. I want to order a pizza, mm-hmm. but I, I don't really want to spend the money. I have like food here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like mulling, hemming and hawing about it. And it kind of left my mind. And then an hour and a half later, there was a ring at the door. I opened it up and the guy's like, 453, which was my street number. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he hands me three is a is a round table order. He hands me three boxes and walks away. And inside the boxes, one of them was they were all the little small like personal pizza size boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personal pepperoni pizza. Another one had ten wings, and another oh. one had cheesy garlic sticks. They were not mine. They were not. And he walked away. He didn't ask for a like, payment. Yeah, he was like he just walked away. He didn't even like look at me for a tip. Uh-huh. Like he seemed to use pre tipped or anything. Uh-huh. And to this day, I still don't know where it came from. But it was just like, it was one of those moments that was like, should I like become religious? Because like, (laughs) that's like, uh, that's like a sign from God. Oh, that's, yeah, that's 100% a blessing from somewhere. No, I can't say that that's ever happened. And I'm kind of now really disappointed that (laughs) I've never been blessed with garbage food. I'll just order you something one night. It's not the same though, Ben. But you won't know. You're you're right. You're right. Oh, man. I, I mean, I've totally heard of... I forget what it's called, or Pizza Pals or whatever. Yeah. Like people scamming people's, uh, stealing people's credit cards 
and to test out if it works or not they'll order a bunch of people for pe- uh, pizza for people ah uh, man that sounds great there was um there was another uh or I mean, the, there's like a really good there's a subreddit out there called like Random Acts of Pizza. Oh man, which is a great yeah, that sounds community great. where it's just like, hey, I can't make it to payday and I want to feed my kids, Aww. and people just like hit them with the pizza, or like the opposite, just like, hey, I got a new promotion, I want to give ten people pizza, like p- pick a number, raffle it off, whatever, whatever. Um, I definitely got uh, a pizza in a time of need from that place, and then paid it forward when I got oh, a job go. later. There we go. Um, for one of my previous places of employment, we had to feed a bunch of volunteers and we thought the easiest way was just to get pizzas from Costco because they're like 10 bucks each for like a pretty sizable, pretty sizable, pretty good. Yeah. Um, so we got 40 of them and we, the number of volunteers we had show up for that episode, uh, wound up being not, not, we were expecting 200 people. We got 160 people come through and we had plenty of pies to give away at the end of the day along with the free swag we were giving out and there were a couple of very thankful people i'm glad had some food in their tummies for either a drive long drive back home or whether it'd be a tough week for them but yeah free pizzas never gonna look down on it i'll take any free pizza totally yeah um let's do another voicemail how All right. about Hey, Tim, boys. I know you often talk about Phoenix Down moments, uh, and that's kind of been done, but how did I not make the connection between Tom Nook and Tanuki until just now? Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Uh, yeah, that one That one was on you, but the, the Google... So I... <laughs> it's funny. I pick these voicemails based off their Google automatic voice-to-text stuff i don't listen to them ahead of time uh-huh and this one said how did i not make the connection between a tom nook and a new key until just now and thinking like okay he's the one in animal crossing, crossing who yeah. like gives you your house basically oh. and i was really trying to figure out oh. what the like pun there was and i was gonna see if you could figure it out too but instead it's just yeah dude he's a tanuki, tanuki. uh I, we had that moment before one of the recordings where i told you about the totinos or tostinos yeah logo is two do two people toasting chips i mean there's a classic like fedex is an arrow yeah i can't think of another phoenix down moment recently i think it was no can't think of one i know everything right off the bat i think the last big one for me was articuno Oh, sure. Trace. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I heard that one a few years ago and I was just like, oh. Yeah, it made me think like, oh, is Ente Suik? No. <laughs> Shouts out to Tanukis, though. Shouts out to Tanukis. Um, hmm. I'm looking in chat here. What is your best experience in a library? Printing out Star Wars pornography when I was in high school. All right. Jan, uh, uh, probably having a date with my high school girlfriend at the time in a public library because she had super overprotective parents. That's the only place (laughs) they'd let her go on the weekends was the library. And then you know your boy just slid through to the library. It was like, yo, what's up? (laughs) I'm here to learn. Uh, And you know it's a big library, so no one was any the wiser that there was uh, me lurking around. 
Uh, but yeah, that, that was a pleasant memory. Also, a unpleasant memory at the library, specifically the main library here in Civic Center in San Francisco. My dad sneezes really loud. And sometimes he would take me to the library before we would meet up with my mom after she got out of work. And we got kicked out of the library once. And I wasn't allowed to rent a book because my dad kept sneezing too loud that it was disturbing people. Ugh. Yeah. That's rough. Uh, someone in the chat here says, Hi, I'm about 50 minutes behind, and I just want to say Starbucks sushi. I hate it too. Don't worry. Starbucks? You know, okay. I'm, I would trust it more than Burger King. Yeah. I mean, look, you, have you ever tried like a double bacon sandwich from Starbucks? Yeah. It's the, the good. chorizo one is, is yeah. really good. I was, I was trying to think of a fast food place that nails rice really well. Ooh. Because I mean, you know, rice is an important part of sushi. Unless we're just going for like the raw slabs of fish. No, it's got to be it's got like I, a roll. I'm thinking rolls is probably easier. Okay, you can do more of those in mass. Yeah, Starbucks sushi probably. I mean, I I bet you they have like prepackaged rolls somewhere because I've seen like avocado toast in one before. Yeah, yeah, they're like launching all sorts of new dining options at your local Starbucks. Um, finding out that the libraries had VHS for rent was a big one. I remember watching all of Monty Python at my library Ooh. after after school when I found out they had it there because I had never seen it. I watched that and Chicken Run over and over. Uh, you know, I I have never gone into Wallace and Gromit or Chicken Run because I just I can't get behind that style of claymation or like stop and whatever the thing is. Yeah. It just, the look of them and it just has never appealed to me at all. I get it. I it, mean, I, I really like Coraline. I really like Kubo and the two strings. Uh, and, you know, Claymation is a, it's super tough because it's, you know, a bunch of minute things you got to constantly change over and over again. But, yeah. oh God, just this specific art style or character design of Wallace and Gromit and Chicken Run style stuff just never been a fan of. I get that. Chicken Run is a, is a secret sleeper of a banger of a movie, though, I will say. Ooh. Will House in chat asks, would you eat a Taco Bell ceviche? <sighs> oh, we gotta end. We gotta end this. Oh, no. We gotta end the show. Taco Bell ceviche. I'd... I'm surprised they don't have it's a fish in a Baja taco. Blast. Yeah, I... Okay. Because it's citrusy, you know? Yeah. And it's gonna cook the... Yeah, Fish. I, I've I've seen Ugh. and gone a lot of cooking with Mountain Dew tips over the past couple weeks. I'm sorry, it's fine. I learned in, from the chat that uh, carbonation fucks with flour really bad. Oh, huh? But you know what? I'm happy with the product. Yo, for all things considered, that uh uh, it turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to. Yes. It had every opportunity to go completely wrong, but the Giant Bomb Test Kitchen pulled through and produced some good-ish looking <laughs> food. I wound up making myself a corn dog after we shot all that hey. because I was still hungry. Hell yeah. Yeah. I uh, I can't wait to see what we come up with next there. 
And I can't wait to see what happens next week here on the Giant Bombcast Aftermath. I've been your host, Ben. I was joined by Jan. That's me. Jeff is still out on paternity leave. We wish him the best. And uh, you know what? I usually We usually just end the show without saying anything, but I just want to say some like a profound quote. Okay. Do you have any? Uh, never half-ass anything. Use both cheeks. Feel so fly, fantasize, want some feeling, zodiac sky, musical mess.